0: Yeah.
1: And we're here. We're here. Oh, my heavens. It is the day of Homekins podcast.
0: That's right. Beautiful song. Thank you. Uh, here's the problem I'm having right now. Oh. Is that I saw somebody quote. All right. I'm going to be. I, I, I don't want to blow up their spot, but my friend River Butcher, he quoted an Aerosmith song in an Instagram story.
1: No, uh, don't sing it.
0: And the song was living on the edge. But, but somehow... That put the song Love in an Elevator in my head. Yeah,
1: okay. We got to not sing that right now. It's
0: ho- I don't want it in there. <laughs> it annoys wait, me.
1: Wait, you know the song that we have been listening to? Well, first of all, uh, before I get into that, the song that we have been listening to on yes.
0: repeat, mm-hmm. before I get
1: into that, mm-hmm.
0: if you Before you are get new, into the song that, that we have been, been listening, listening to. It, so this is, this is new business.
1: Yeah, before we get into the new business... If you are if you're new to the Stay at Homekins podcast, this is it.
0: <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here?
1: I just feel like we might have some new people because um well we joined Substack and uh you know some new people have subscribed and mm-hmm. I'm like this thing's going to drop through the Substack drops.
0: Shout out to the Substack community.
1: And they're going to be like What is this thing all about? Anyway, I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm
0: Paul F. Tompkins.
1: I'm an actress. I'm
0: a comedian.
1: We are a married couple living in Los Angeles with recording equipment.
0: And this is our after dinner
1: podcast. It's just conversation, guys.
0: That's all it is for two people that live in the same house. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And guess what? (laughs) It gets crazy up in this We,
0: our lives are insane.
1: The song we've been listening to on repeat, because I made you watch the CMT Awards. You didn't
0: make me. This is a tradition that we it have is, in this household. It is. We are a country music awards show household. Household.
1: But here was the thing. We theme. should get
0: one of those signs. <laughs> in this house, we watch country music awards, and, we and that's did the whole it. thing. That's the whole
1: thing. Yeah, that's, that's we the had, whole thing. We did one in the beginning <laughs> of the podcast so where we had the it's whole. It's almost like an
0: eye chart where the, the font is so the, big at the top, yeah. and then it gets really small.
1: <laughs> okay, so basically, well, when I say I made you, it was sort of like... I didn't know you were ready because, like, you walked in the door, and I had it, like, on pause. Yes. Like, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, like, walked in the door, and I'm like, <laughs> we're going to watch this Is right it? Now. I know the drill. I kind of, like, didn't know it was happening because um, someone sent me a post about Carrie Underwood's legs. Carrie
0: Underworld. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest country music star.
1: Oh my Carry god. The world. <laughs> um, about her legs on the red carpet.
0: So what I got about the- them?
1: They're like they were like real aggressively muscular.
0: <laughs> she was showing them off. Mm-hmm. Like I don't skip leg day, check it out.
1: That's what people were commenting.
0: Yes, they love to comment things like that.
1: Okay, so I was like, oh my God, I miss this. And so I like went <laughs> i like went and found it and then you walked in the door and i'm like we're gonna watch this right now and then um what what is so funny about it though a couple of things Mm -hmm. this is not what i thought we were gonna get into on the podcast but now that we're talking about it interesting
0: that you have a secret agenda (laughs) that i didn't
1: know about well we've had an event full month because of the hvac and all whatever anyway so, so wait so anyway uh so um I so I was we're gonna we were gonna watch it and um I started reading all the comments and people got, were so pissed because the CMT awards apparently went woke
0: <laughs> right right right
1: and so there were all these people like it was fine until all that woke stuff. <laughs> And then, and then people were like, what was, what, what, first of all, what does that, what is woke? Yeah, exactly. And number two, like, what was woke? Like, it's about the music for me. I don't Mm. know what you're watching it for or whatever. And, um, and I was like, oh my God, like now I really, really want to watch this Mm -hmm. because like people were so mad and I'm like, I got to find out what it was that got them so jammed up about it being so woke. Yeah. And it literally opened because there was a horrific um, school shooting of nine year olds in Nashville, like mm-hmm. right before this award ceremony. And it literally just opened with like a plea for like peace. <laughs> Yeah, someone crying and talking about violence and like we need to like we need to do something. do something. Yeah, and I was woke. Like, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so woke.
0: Just leave things as they are. Like, They're great. I was
1: like, literally crying in the first five seconds of the thing <laughs> when Kelsey Ballerini was like, I grew up and I witnessed a school at my a shooting at my own school because yeah. she's like a millennial, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, like we're at this place now where people have kids going mm-hmm. to school when they had the same issue when they were in school because our generation you and me like we're out of school before columbine and then yeah. and so and i was like wow like that was what was so woke i was so mad anyway so then mm-hmm. i was like well i'm gonna get into the music but my whole point was when you were saying there is a song in your head because the song that has been on repeat in our house and what has been in my before head before you say that oh you don't want to say what the song is i
0: just want to no i do but I'm saying... Because I'm like,
1: are you going to cover Because I want you to cover yeah. it. I really want <laughs> oh, you to it's cover it. Oh, it's on my list for sure. Okay, okay.
0: But um, the other woke stuff was... Mm. Somebody sang a song. There were a couple uh, drag queens in the background.
1: Kelsey Ballerini had an act where she yeah. was like real cute and retro. And yeah. they had like the these like cute and retro drag queens yeah. behind her. Oh, no, but there was another... They talked
0: about women. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing. Women being visible <laughs> in country music.
1: Then the, they also. Um, Megan Thee Stallion introduced Shania Twain for her award, mm-hmm. and Shania Twain said the word inclusivity.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so. I guess that was
0: pretty... Ruined the <laughs> award show for me!
1: <laughs> then they like did a tribute to Leonard Skinner at the end. So yeah. I was like, that, okay... That, that balances
0: things out. <laughs> I mean,
1: like, <laughs> Leonard Skinner's fine. I don't, Leonard Skinner's fine. It's They're a, fine. It's a southern rock. They're I mean, fine. But
0: you know what's funny about them? Yeah? I, I don't know if funny is the right All word. All of a but someone but
1: in their band died and they honored that person. Yeah, what, yeah. Okay, go Look, on.
0: People die. Even people <laughs> in bands. Um, So that song contains the lyric... I hope Neil Young will remember. Southern Man don't need him around now. Yeah, yeah. In response to Neil Young's song, Southern Man. Yes. Which was about racism.
1: Oh, is that what that was all about?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But it... That song is a
0: socially conscious song. And then they came back with, you know what? Fuck you, Neil Young. We love Alabama.
1: (laughs) I mean, that is like so mild compared to like what gets thrown around today i thought it was about something more specific than that like a specific it was it like a, a
0: specific southern man
1: no i knew it was about neil young and the song southern man i don't know i feel okay, like southern someone man like apologize
0: southern man better keep your head don't forget what your good book said southern change gonna come at last now your crosses are burning fast southern man
1: wait that's the neil young song yes Oh, he's like, stop burning crosses and being hypocrites. I heard
0: screaming and bullwhip's cracking.
1: Yes, but you need to now look at what Leonard Skinner... Leonard Skinner kind of was of just like,
0: Alabama, we love it. Sweet home Alabama. I hope Neil Young will remember, we don't need you around now anyhow.
1: Okay, whatever. Listen, I'm all about the music. I'm all That's about right. the music. That's right.
0: You love Richard Wagner.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what Nazis <laughs> liked?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like a big anti-Semite.
1: Um, no, I mean, if they did like a, well, cause they do like these mashups and country music. I think it would be funny. Yeah, they do so a lot they of don't do like a Wagner. they have never done like a Wagner.
0: That would, I feel like that would be a real message if they did that. <laughs> if the CMT.
1: I don't like, know any. Vag- now
0: there's tribute to Richard Wagner.
1: <laughs> you know what? That would actually be funny. Um, well, first of all, I don't know any Wagner.
0: Like Flight of the Valkyries. Oh, is that
1: from like the Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff?
0: Yeah, he wrote it for the Bugs Bunny cartoons.
1: But was that like trying to be like like pro Nazi?
0: Well, it that whole all that mythology mm-hmm. is very st- like the Nazi the Nazi movement and the um uh the neo-Nazi movement they're very steeped in like Norse mythology, and you know.
1: Well, they also stole. Did you know that they also studied the civil rights of America to be more like Americans that hate black people? Yes. Like Hitler, like yes. specifically, like studied. Mm-hmm. Like he made. Maybe he was playing ripping off some Skinnerd in his wow. in his bunker or whatever. <laughs> Oh, I'm not in Bunker. Skinner. No, in Argentina, because it would have been later. Yeah, exactly. When it he was chilling in Argentina. When he <laughs> was in Argentina, <laughs> he'd go to, like, the bars, <laughs> and they would be, like, he every, he'd be, everyone would be, like, "Freebird," You know how yeah, everyone absolutely. yells "Freebird" you know, Yeah, absolutely. in Argentina, and he people would be love like, freebird. Yes. And he'd be, like, Sweet Home, Alabama. Yeah. Or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but then do but Sweet between, Home.
0: Between, you know, like cloning sessions. Right. He would be like, right. "I need a break. Can I please go to a country bar here in Argentina?"
1: Okay, so my point is, we're watching. The, so, so we're watching it. Oh, and then Krista, my friend Krista, the other night, literally, I didn't tell you this. She texted me, and she <gasps> this got is an
0: exclusive because
1: I was on my way to meet Catherine. Mm-hmm. We were having like our little happy hour meetup. Yes, and I was, and Krista was like. Is it worth it for me to watch should I is it worth it to watch the CMT awards? <laughs> and so I was like
0: people turn to you for this kind of advice now. Yes. yes. And
1: so I was like here's what you need to do just like scrub. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, are you listening? Here's how you watch the CMT. I was
1: like you got to scrub through. I was like you got to watch um Winona Judd and and Ashley McBride yes. sing their duet. Yeah. You got to watch Megan Thee Stallion introduce Shania. You got to watch um, uh, there's like an Alanis tribute. I was like, I think you'd like that Kelsey Ballerini number because it's cute with the drag queens. Uh, and then I was like, definitely watch. Um, well, I like Darius. <laughs> Darius Darius Rucker, yeah. Darius Rucker and um,
0: Chris Robinson. I was like,
1: you got to watch Lainey Wilson because I love Lainey Wilson. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, the Skinner tribute. And then there was like a couple other things. I don't know. I was like telling her what to scrub past and watch. Mm -hmm. And then she said, you're like the Zagats of the Country uh, Awards. Oh, and then I said, now I'm getting to what also she had to watch, which Mm -hmm. is why we were playing on, on repeat.
0: Yes. We saw this guy. We'd never seen him before, which is funny because we watch these shows he's like
1: major apparently in the industry. I know,
0: but we watch these shows. There's a bunch of country music award shows. We watch them all. And so we get to know people through those shows.
1: And he's memorable
0: because he's very memorable. Because
1: he's like got tattoos all over his face.
0: Yes. He's a big man with a lot of tattoos, a lot of ink. And his name is Jelly Roll.
1: So, yeah, so Jelly Roll is, he's up for like a lot of awards. And in my mind, I'm like, I bet I'm not going to be into his music because just like I was profiling him. Yeah. You know, because there's like a lot of bro y. Con- Who's
0: this guy? Fence Post Malone? <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> Fucking
0: did it!
1: I was like, uh. I don't Hitchin- know.
0: Hitch and Post Malone.
1: Hitch and Post Malone. And good and Post punch up. Good punch up. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And so, <laughs> so, then we're like, so then he comes out to do his number, his song, I Need a Favor. Yeah. And he has like this huge gospel choir come mm. out and they're all fucking dancing and like, like losing their minds. Mm. And he's like doing this whole thing. And I was like, that song in the words of Paul of Tompkins, Whips ass. (laughs) That's right. I was like, wow, that fucking song whips ass. It was great. And I'll, so then. We
0: could not have been more arms folded, like, okay, Jelly Roll, let's see what you got.
1: Yeah. And then, and then he came and he, like, oh, and then. Jelly Roll schooled us. I will say, like, if Krista had, like, watched the whole thing. She could, like, I might have been like, you should watch some of his acceptance speeches because he's like, I'm going fitting to go, like, get fucked up downtown. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh,
0: get loaded. We're going to close 6th Street tonight.
1: Yeah and, yeah. And, yeah, and it was, like, hilarious. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy is wild. Like, what is his deal? Yeah. And then he was, like, thanking his wife, and she was, like, a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, like, a real sex bomb, mm-hmm. sex pot, nails, and the hair and everything. And I was like, well, what is all this about? And so, like, I go look him up. He's an ex-con, and his wife is an ex-sex worker turned podcast mogul. Mm-hmm named bunny so she has like some good million miss bunny
0: or he called her miss bunny
1: no that's her name
0: her name she goes by miss bunny
1: well she has like in her podcast is like a bun is like miss bunny something right which is like funny that i'm saying this because i I bet everyone is like duh like her po- like she's like a joe rogan level mm-hmm. like popularity you know what i'm <laughs> right, saying yeah. like she like i think she's probably like yes mm-hmm. and so i was like this people are wild and like so, we started going down this rabbit hole of all of his, like... Bunny hole. A bunny hole,
0: <laughs> I miss of bunny hole. all
1: of his videos. And the one video that won, I think it was the one video that won was a pretty fucking good video, I have to say.
0: It was a great video. where that The, vi- yeah, the, the bar, was.
1: the son of a sinner. The son of a sinner video. And um, so, yeah. So, we've been playing I Need a Favor on repeat all week. And every time I'm walking around, I'm like... God, I need a favor. <laughs> it's it's a really good song, and it's
0: a really good country song. Like yeah,
1: it's a good country thematically, song. Thematically,
0: it's like. Like kind of outlaw country, oh, you know, vibe. And, and
1: by the way, he just dropped a new album because I got because I had signed up for his alerts, and I mm-hmm. haven't even listened to his new. Al- I think like one of those songs is from the new album because they pre released a couple, you know. Yeah. So that was like one that I was like getting into, but um, but then I was trying to listen to some of his other work, and it's um, some of it's hip hop though. Some oh, of his songs that's are hip hop. Interesting. Because there is like a that big co- country hip hop crossover yeah. thing going on right now. Uh, oh
0: my j- god. To, hi, Cuckoo. How are you?
1: Some of our su- we chatted with our Substack subscribers right yeah, before yeah. we started recording, and someone said, "Say hi to, say hi to Cuckoo." So, hi, Cuckoo. Cuckoo. The gang says hi. So, hi, um, hi, Cuckoo.
0: Jelly Roll's wife's name is Bunny XO.
1: Yeah, Bunny XO like is her. And hug. Yeah.
0: And uh, I she spells call- it B-U-N-N-I-E. Mm. Kind of mm. like that. How do you like that? They've been married since 2016. Yeah, and they have, like, a whole,
1: like, love story. Like, I went down, like, this whole rabbit hole, like, she, like, I want to say, I know I'm messing this up, but, like, they met, he was, like, living in, like, a van or something Mm -hmm. or, and then she was a sex worker, and then she was like, I'm giving up sex working tonight because, like, they fell in love and got married, like, Mm -hmm. I want to say, like, in Vegas, like, I am know I'm messing this up. It was wild. Like, I was yeah. reading the whole thing, and I was like, this is the wildest thing. He had, like, a kid from another relationship. Bunny ended up, like, mothering his child. Yeah. And then they have a child also together. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, this cute, like, blended family slash country music star, yeah. like, family. Yeah, yeah. Which is not, you know, which, when stuff like that in country music, it goes down like it's so exciting like that real life people get to that's why i kind of think country music can be fun and not so packaged commercially yeah because like he just doesn't look like your typical he just doesn't look like your typical like country you know yeah. po- poster dude or
0: dude but the story is very much like a country movie you know, oh, one hundred percent country music. People.
1: Oh, like one hundred percent. Like yeah. someone should do like their story.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, check out. Check uh, out. I need a favor. I need a favor by Jelly Roll. It's a As really better good than
1: Singing love and or the elevate. What were you singing? Why did you bring it back up? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I did appreciate um, there was like there were some good moments on the on the awards though.
0: Yeah, I mean there usually are. Yeah, I definitely. Also think you could skip the Skinner the tribute.
1: I liked the Skinner tribute. That was really right. good. Was like when Nona and um Leanne Rimes were like singing the female vocal yeah. back, and they were like yeah. fucking going to town. Yeah, it, was, it was fine. I liked it. I like Southern rock more than you do, though. You probably do. No, I know I do. You pr- Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like, kind of know. Although, what is kind of weird, though, is you do like the band, which I like the band. Yeah, I do like the band. I like the band a lot. And I feel like the band has a lot of, like... Mm-hmm. like a lot of country su- influence. Su- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a southern rock vibe to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you're, like, into the Almond Brothers and stuff.
0: Uh, I mean, just the, like, the famous songs, you know, I think I like mm. them. What are, their, what are their big songs again?
1: Um, oh, my God. Uh, ramblin'
0: Man, is that them? Yeah.
1: Born, I was born a ramblin' yeah. man. Yeah. You know what's so funny is I always think they sing this one song that they don't sing. Which one? Amy.
0: Yes, it's Little River Band, right?
1: That's not Little River Band. Little is River it? Band is um, la- uh, uh, Lady, Lady. Because I'm always thinking I might, I need to have a karaoke song one day. Because as a like a non-singer person, and I'm always like, I think I'm gonna do Little River Band <laughs> in the back of my mind. I'm like,
0: pure prairie league. Pure
1: pra- prairie
0: league. I was sort of close in a way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, cause Little River Band. I is was
0: sort of close. <laughs> okay, all right. Come on, you're not gonna give me that one. I Pure l- <laughs> Prairie League, Little River Band, Three Dog Night.
1: I'm like two so doors down. I'm like seriously <laughs> blanking on all members. like. Wait, there's like something a with hold a on, pe- like on, a on. peach on the album cut, like a peach, on and the I'm like, brothers? yeah.
0: But oh, wait, a is it two doors down or three doors down? The I
1: band. don't know what that is. That's a band. I have never heard of them I before. can't remember
0: if it's two or I've three I've never heard down. of them.
1: What are, sing? Of what are they saying? What uh, are they saying?
0: They were like I'm 90s blanking. I'm
1: drinking a little wine tonight, which is not my normal. I'm real tired. It
0: was. Two. No, there's a Dolly Parton song called Two Doors Down.
1: Two, two door. two, wait. Now I'm thinking of like Skinner, like, like
0: give, me, give me two steps. St-
1: Give me three steps, give me th- Oh wait, they didn't sing that in the medley. Why didn't they sing give me three steps or ooh, that smell?
0: <laughs> three doors down.
1: Okay, what do they sing, though?
0: Uh, who knows? Kryptonite? Mm-mm. Does that ring a bell?
1: No, give me a that tune. That was their
0: big hit. I, I honestly do not know how it goes. I know, I've heard the name of the song. I've probably heard the song, but I could mm-hmm. not tell you any more than
1: that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't
0: I cannot store them in my brain. I just can't.
1: No, my brain has reached maximum capacity. Yes, I have to
0: delete some files.
1: Or someone needs to pay for more storage. Yeah, I got to upgrade. Yeah, upgrade the cloud service to of my brain. <gasps> I hiccuped. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you fear?
0: Like you fear? <laughs> do
1: you do <laughs> feel like i do it's the second oh, time that song that come up on
0: our
1: podcast wait he sings that one that like, uh, guy peter frampton mm, i like peter frampton I'm sure you do. see that's first of all that was derisive the way <laughs> i did not like
0: <laughs> oh you're a big <laughs> peter frampton fan name five of his songs
1: uh uh, hello. Uh, show me That's baby, Lionel Richie. Show, show me the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, show, <laughs> show me the way. That's right. I'm on you. By the way, I can't name five
0: songs by Peter Frampton. There's <laughs> only
1: the two, really.
0: What's the one where he makes the guitar talk? He has the weird device where he talks and it comes through the guitar. What? It's like a famous thing. It is. Yeah. What? Yeah, is that familiar to you at all? <laughs> is that it?
1: <laughs> I really wanna know. So, wait. Now, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna, all right. I couldn't think of the little river band. It was like, lady, let me take a look, look at, at you, you now. now.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. There on the dance floor, making me want you somehow. All right, wait.
0: Talk about Derisive. That song is a real backhanded compliment festival.
1: I love that song. <laughs> don't be thinking that I don't love want you, you cause baby I do. Wait, where were we going? Peter Frampton. Before that,
0: how far back? Jelly Roll.
1: No, <laughs> not that far
0: back. Almond Brothers. We were trying to think of Almond Brothers songs.
1: I think that's where we were going, but there was something else after that.
0: Mm. But yeah, universal health care.
1: I oh, I know what (laughs) I was gonna I was gonna ask you a major question.
0: Ooh, okay. Do you? (laughs) Okay, now I remember. (laughs) Fear.
1: Fear. (laughs) Me hitting my elbow on that. I do fear that, and I can't believe my fear came true. Do you fear
0: AI? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I do. I do.
1: What is your fear of it?
0: My fear is that it, it absolutely, which it, it, it seemed ridiculous before to me. Mm-hmm. But now I am starting to realize, oh, this could become like a thing in a movie where the AI starts calling the shots because it, it learns and it adapts too much. Okay. And then we can't, Are it's we, like, but is
1: it the AI that we fear or is it we, or is it the degradation of society that we fear from overuse of AI? I mean like AI, like brainwashing people. You know what I'm saying? Because we saw like during the pandemic when people got into like QAnon and all this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the AI could learn all that. Yeah. And then that become and then it becomes indiscernible or 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 indiscernible, I guess, is the word I'm thinking of. Indiscernible from what's real and what's not. Right? Well, I don't think we need AI
0: for that because people are already doing that. Deep fakes are scary, but that's all. But that's also that's uh, that doesn't make me afraid of AI. That makes me afraid of people. What makes me afraid of AI is AI um, becoming more and more aware, um, it, based on a program that it that uh, that it continues to adapt and then starts to control things.
1: See, I don't think I understand that. I don't understand well, that it's side like, of things. It's
0: like somebody who. I, I know just the sketchiest details of the story, but this guy programmed this AI uh, to have conversations, and then it fell in love with his wife. What the fuck?
1: What are you talking about? AI- or it made
0: it hated his wife. It fell in love with him, and it was like, I want you to leave your wife. I'm in love with you.
1: Can't you just? It un- was
0: something like that.
1: Can't you just go like unplug the computer and go touch grass or something or like what? Well, I mean why are we like it, beholden to a technology, right? We can well, always we like...
0: because we've made ourselves beholden to technology. And the more <laughs> technology we make ourselves beholden to, the more we want we the more we want things to be, you know, uh you know, you speak aloud and a, a thing happens. Mm, you know, the yeah, more yeah. we want that kind of convenience sure. in everything. Right. Um the more we're allowing these things to to have Dominance, you know?
1: Yeah. All right. Okay.
0: It's like I used to... You know, all those movies, even like Megan or whatever, all those movies are... The premise is great because it is scary. It's like what if suddenly this thing decides that you are a threat or you are an enemy. Right. And it has the ability to, on a small scale, maybe it locks you out of your house. You can't get into your house. On a large scale, um, maybe it like... Erases you from whatever or like data banks you're in. Pulls the plug
1: on your dying loved one. Something like that to have you alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With it. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about any. I'm so tired of having to think about technology. It's not like I love technology. That's what's so funny is like. I'm like usually a pretty early adopter on things Yeah, for a layman. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like I'm not super early or, or I'd have stock in Amazon or whatever. <laughs> 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 would be sitting here doing this podcast and trying to get people to subscribe to the weekend water sub stack or whatever. <laughs> I would have like share of Apple, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is what we think and talk about now for the rest of our fucking lives. Well, there... I it, mean, look, really.
0: Look how much it dominates our lives already with with our phones and not just... I'm not even talking about just scrolling. Like, we're obsessed with updates. We're obsessed with what the phones can do now. When things don't work, it, like, really affects your day. You yeah. know, when you're trying to... When, like, the you can't connect the speakers to the TV or whatever because of the Wi-Fi is intermittent. It's
1: so funny, like, in the early... Like Right when you and I first met, um, people started using GPS, like in getting um, yeah getting those
0: Garmin. Um, Garmin. Yeah. My
1: dad got me a Garmin, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was mad about it at first because I was like, I'm not going to know how to get around right. if I rely on this, right? right. This tool, which
0: is kind of what it is for me, a little bit because and now, yeah, I'm I GPS. I, even <laughs> places that I go to. M- like multiple times a month. I always right? type it in. I always type it. in.
1: I want to know the amount of time it's going to take me to get there. If yeah, there's yeah, traffic. Yeah. If yeah. I need to turn left. I. This is my little LA thing, guys. This is very LA specific. But I. If I can, If I don't. It, I don't like to drive on the freeways. It's stressful to me, just in general. Like I find the st- freeways. Well, you feel stressful. that way just because
0: it absolutely is stressful.
1: <laughs> it's stressful, but it's also like. Like, when I, like, I think I can create a driving experience for myself that is a little less, like, frenzied or harried Mm -hmm. if I can do surface streets, like, and I can play podcasts or make a phone call or something like that.
0: And it honestly only adds maybe five extra minutes. Well,
1: that's what I was going to say. Like, whenever I go anywhere... Now, if it was, like, an east side to west side, west side to east side thing, like, obviously, you know, depending on if it's rush hour. Yeah. Because if it's rush hour, surface street and, like, freeway is almost the same diff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you just have to. So my whole thing in L.A., this is so boring to anyone who does not live in L.A. (laughs) This is so boring. But, like, I am always testing a route, surface street versus freeway. Always Mm -hmm. before I go Mm -hmm. and if it's if it's only like a five or seven minute difference I go on the surface streets yeah just because I like yeah I I don't want to have to think the about the drive yeah while I'm driving absolutely yeah. And so like now I'm like so I am like Google Maps is one of my favorite apps. Like I play with it when I'm you not
0: love Google. What? Does I sit around the house?
1: Yeah, like I will often like if I see a place I want to go, like mm-hmm. I will like if I read about a new restaurant I want to try mm-hmm. or you know I hear this or that or whatever. Like I always go on Google Maps and I and I put like a tag on it yeah. as a want to go. So I have like a bunch of green tags, like all kinds of different places. As like a want to go.
0: You were trying to get a chat started on Google Maps.
1: <laughs> there is no chat on Anybody there. Anybody else here? Is there? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. What if there was? What if I've you found other like, people like I've, you? I've also built maps for people when people are like, oh, I'm visiting mm-hmm. Charleston, South Carolina for the first time. Is there anywhere I should go? And, I'm, and then like I will build a map where I'm like, I've eaten here, but I've, I haven't eaten here, but I heard it was good. Yeah. And then someone sent me a bunch of recommendations for New York recently and they just sent a list and I went and built my own map. Mm -hmm. And then I shared that map with some friends that we saw Mm -hmm. the other night and they actually went to one of the spots on it. Yeah. That's right. So like, I'm like a bit, like, it's so funny that I was like anti GPS Mm -hmm. and now I'm like the biggest, like if I, if the map is broken when I come out of a place, I'm so screwed. Like I don't know how to get anywhere. Yeah. 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 I really, I hate that. AI. But there used to be like a time when you kind of like remembered where you I, turned. I
0: know. I wish so that some, you could
1: turn the opposite way when you go I back. There's times I wish
0: that somebody would just take it all away from me, so uh-huh. I wouldn't have to have the willpower to not rely on things anymore. Like if someone said, um, "Oh, nobody can have phones anymore. We found something. <laughs> found something in there. It's bad news, guys. No, uh, no. Throw your phone away. We got to get. We got to get rid of all the phones." There are
1: people like that.
0: There are people like that, but I'm not one of them. No, And, you know, I I don't know. Like, but all the shit that we rely on... There are a
1: lot of people. I wish
0: we weren't so relying on it to where it affects how I feel. It affects my mood. You I know? don't even
1: carry a wallet half the time. Like, I use, <clears throat> like, my smartphone to pay for stuff.
0: Your driver's license.
1: Okay, well, I'll stash the lace If I'm walking... A lot of times, I'm not driving. Like, I'm walking. Okay,
0: but if you're driving, I hope you
1: Like, today, license. I walked... And I didn't take a wallet. I just took my phone, Mm -hmm. and I bought a sandwich. And I just used my phone to buy a sandwich.
0: But she didn't have her wallet on her, so (laughs) no one knew who she was for days. All right, we have to take a break. We have to take a break, and then I'll tell you more stuff. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: We'll be right back after these brief messages. This
0: wait, yes.
1: (laughs) Oop. This episode of Stay At Homekins is sponsored by BetterHelp. A BetterHelp. Mm-mm. <laughs> a BetterHelp. Mm-mm. <laughs> they put the therapy back in your brain. <laughs> All right. BetterHelp is a wonderful tool that can connect you with a therapist. So I personally have benefited from therapy. So has Paul. So we can speak Confidently, that it can be a very positive force in one's life. So, when you're at your best, you can do great things, and sometimes life gets overwhelming. <laughs> I'll say we were just talking about all that with the AI and whatnot. So, working with a therapist, it can help you get closer to the best version of you. It is one piece of that puzzle because if you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. And let's face it, connection is everything. You need to build a strong support system for yourself. That is what you should, not should, can do as, uh, as an adult to enhance your life. Should is a judgment, but I'm just saying. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try or returning to therapy, you can try BetterHelp. It is a great option. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's affordable and entirely online. And it is an investment in your good mental health. So you can fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's very important. You need to find the right match for you. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Homekins today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Homekins.
0: Lomi turns your food waste into dirt. Thank you, Elton John, for that beautiful song that you rewrote in honor of this ad. Hey, I want to talk to you about Lomi by Pila. Look, composting. Never been able to do it. I lacked the will and discipline. (sighs) Am I ashamed of it? Yes, I am. I'm ashamed of myself every day for various reasons, but this one shot to the top of the list. So much garbage. Food waste. Eggshells. Coffee grounds. Banana peels? I mean, what is this, a cartoon? I feel like I'm not doing my part to help out the environment because guess what? wasn't doing it but then guess what uh, two guesses two things you have to guess and then i immediately tell you what they are then i got a Lomi. Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt <laughs> with extreme prejudice with just the push of a button Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours there's no smell when it runs and it's really quiet that's like me No smell when I run and I'm really quiet. (laughs) Thanks to Lomi, I have way less garbage each week. I mean, you know, mental garbage, absolutely a ton. But physical garbage, so much less. Like going from three bags to one. That's a difference of two garbage bags. Do you get it now? I'm sorry, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at garbage Since I got my loamy, I throw out weightless garbage, which means it's not going to landfills and producing methane or methane if you're nasty. Instead, I turn my waste into nutrient-rich dirt that I can feed to my plants. Can I tell you something about these plants? They love nutrients. Oh, my God. They are nuts for nutrients. I tell them that to their leaves. Loamy makes me feel good. I feel great knowing that I'm creating soil instead of creating waste. Finally, Mm. I'm a good human being. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact, (laughs) take two, Paul. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Here's where you go. Head to lomi.com slash and use the prode home prode promo code promo code. I I use feel the prod. like use the prode. I feel like did we say that early on in the early days of this podcast? Did no. we say prode? I have never heard it. Maybe in my I life. accidentally said it on spontaneous no, or something. No, because it sounds
1: like chode.
0: Well, why you introduce that into this ad?
1: I don't know. So it sounded like
0: maybe stay out of it for now. <laughs> so you su- use the prode homekins to get $50 off your Lomi. That is $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I dot com slash Homekins and use promo code Homekins at checkout. Food waste? It's gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can! Green
1: Chef! Green Chef! We love Green Chef! And guess what? It's a meal kit company. Mm-hmm. So, Green Chef, who has been with us since early in the Stay of Homekin's journey, bless you, Green Chef. Guess what? You now can choose from thirty plus recipes weekly, with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary prefs in the same box.
0: That's short for preferences. Without you
1: changing remember. your plan, get everything you need at Green Market. Their one-stop shop for quick breakfasts, brunch kits wholesome lunches, and more that you can easily add on your weekly order. And Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. That's right. By the way, whenever the Green Chef box comes, I get so excited because they send us these beautiful recipe cards. and
0: The recipe cards are actually quite nice.
1: Yes. And then they have all of the ingredients that you need in these tiny little sacks. <laughs> and then if there's like a portion that needs to be frozen, it's got a little, it's got like a little like frozen thing do you mm. hear that noise? Sorry, um, Green Chef <laughs> is the only <laughs> meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. So yeah, they try to pack it mindfully. I love Green Chef. What do you think, Paul?
0: I love Green Chef. We have not had a we have not had one disappointing meal with Green Chef. I we've liked every single one. Love it. Yeah.
1: Okay. It helps us save time. For me, it's about like brain energy. Brain energy. So go to greenchef.com slash homekin60.
0: Sorry, brainergy.
1: And use code HOMEKIN60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Mm -hmm. That's greenchef.com slash HOMEKIN60 and use code code. HOMEKIN60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Yeah, Green Chef. Thank you, Green Chef. Thank you, Green Chef.
0: (laughs) All right. Let me tell you. First of all, isn't it fun that we do the ads together, I don't like know. Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone?
1: Well, it's funny because they're you're watching a lot of baseball lately, and um,
0: yep, crack of the bat. So they
1: forth. have like, is it a Hotels or Booking or something it's, it yeah, something? something like that. They yeah. have some major corporate advertising yes. sponsorship yes. that they are promoting, and I'm like. <laughs> Nothing like uh, our situation. Let's just say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, no disrespect to our sponsors. We do get a free <laughs>
1: Green Chef box it's true. A, a, a few times. They gave us a Lomi. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, there is that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my guess is they are um, being compensated uh, quite largely. I bet they're
0: not complaining. I bet they're not yes. complaining.
1: Yeah. But, um, you know, we have like a power couple, a Hollywood power couple vibe going. I think we We do. We have like a comedy, comedy power couple show business vibe. Yeah. So. Everyone
0: says so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm just like, um, you know, what's up? Like,
0: what's up, everybody? Where's ours? What is the most down market travel (laughs) service (laughs) that there is that could sponsor us?
1: Um... I guess those like Turns scooters, up. those scooters Lime that scooters, you like, yes. rent from Absolutely. the thing. I- I- I've, I've never go f- tried one. I
0: can go from the corner to the middle of the block. <laughs> um, let me tell you where Literally I was have never tried.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So I'm shooting something. I don't know if I can talk about it. I- I'm probably in the clear, but just to be on the safe side. And okay. it's not listen, it's not I'm not in a Star Wars movie. I'm not in a Marvel movie.
1: Yeah, which um, probably means they want you to talk about it. <laughs> but I am
0: <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, they don't they probably don't need me to talk about it. This thing has a built-in audience and, you know. Um but I uh, I I had to do stunt rehearsal today. Because okay. I have a fight scene.
1: Oh my in this heavens. Thing
0: and let me tell you something. It's been a while since I've had to do anything like this. I
1: can barely walk to the the cans out to the curb. So, <laughs> I mean, I hear that.
0: It was, uh, it was more like, like there was, there was, of course, there was some physical exertion, mm-hmm. but it was much more, uh, if, you know, fight choreography is like choreography. Yeah, and it's so like a dance. You're, you're learning your steps yeah. and everything. And it's very
1: important that you learn them because someone could get hurt.
0: absolutely, but here's what's great in modern action stuff. yes, especially if you're trying to you know mimic a style or whatever. You don't have to do it at full speed because they amp it up a little bit no, and post, so it looks cool.
1: Oh no way, you know
0: what I mean? It's very stylized That's and everything cool. so it was it was very mentally as well as physically. Um, uh, uh taxing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because your instinct is to do it. When you learn it, you're like, okay, I'm gonna do it quickly. We're gonna do it quickly. Oh, so right, me right and The right. guy that I was fighting, right. And then the stunt guys were like, you don't have to go that fast. You can slow it down. You know, you're gonna reset. You don't have to do it all in one go. Uh-huh. You know, because they're not gonna film it in one take. A
1: sequence, yeah,
0: yeah. It's gonna be like me Go over here. The camera goes over here. With blah blah blah. blah. And but it was like the the worst part was there's one part where I have to go down on one knee and stop the guy from They're picking something up. They're gonna have to give up. you a
1: knee pad for that.
0: They are, but it's not even so much about my knee touching the ground.
1: It's your knee as moving. It is
0: using my knee at all?
1: Yeah, I got you.
0: Because <laughs> I, then I have to get back up. Yep. Um, yep, yep. Yep. And it's really it's really funny how you know for years hearing. People complain about knee issues and hearing oh, yeah, old yeah. people make jokes and stuff like that, and I'm like, wow, I'm there. I can't believe I, I No,
1: And you, you really, you don't want a knee replacement because those oh, are fuck a no. bitch. But you know what? You might. You think you might need. Everybody's
0: one. gonna get one. No,
1: that's not true. Not everyone needs a knee. Some people need a hip. Yeah, and hip is easier apparently than knee. The knee, the knee. knee thing you know is
0: so common now. It's so yeah, common yeah, but now.
1: I, but the recovery is a bit. Well, our friend, we have a friend that had one, but I also. <laughs> Because I followed the Murdoch trial. Wait, how old so is this
0: friend that we that you're talking about? Because I can't think of who it is right away. So just tell me like the age.
1: She's like, I think she's a little older than me. She's like, she might be in her 60s now, but she mm-hmm. got it in her 50s, I'm sure.
0: That's the thing. But I think like older people get them. I, I feel but like the recovery maybe I'm making painful. this up. It's like the recovery is worse if you're younger or something. I don't know. Fucking know. no. What am I basing that on? I, don't I guess I don't want to so. hear old people complain about the recovery so much.
1: No, the recovery <laughs> just for they me have is new knees. apparently quite painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get on the other side of it, right. it's so much better if you know, if yes. everything goes well and heals nicely yeah, yeah, yeah. than when than having a bunch of like, you know, cottage yeah. cheese knees or whatever. And when hell. you
0: get the new knee, then you can jump ten feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But the best thing to do would probably be just to build like some ab, like core strength and like stay a little limber and try to move around as much as you can. I mean,
0: that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And
1: also like drop weight. I've been personally putting on. Do you think I should have done all these things 10 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: in anticipation of this very moment?
1: I mean, I don't know. It's. you do good a good job like what are you I do okay but you're you know not, what honestly you're a very active person though i'm an
0: active person but i the, the but
1: you're not an athletic person neither am i
0: yeah a reason that i would like to drop some weight is for um things like this preserving your knee well preserving my knee but also a, as a performer to be to be more agile to be more agile yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 right
1: well our bodies are our instrument
0: our bodies ourselves
1: and um you know as an actor because i told i said this to Catherine this weekend she's like i didn't know that that uh i'd never heard that i said our our uh, never heard that really no not that our body our bodies are our our instruments Mm -hmm. but um like our um our product is our nervous system that's like another version of
0: I've never heard that before either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we have to be very like mindful of our bodies, our mental Mm -hmm. health. We have to be constantly in a state of readiness. This is what's hard about being an actor is like, there's so much time when you're underemployed, unemployed and like, you kind of have to stay ready to go because someone could like, finally decide, like they want you to be a part of it. (laughs) Exactly. They want you to come to the party. <laughs>
0: oh, what a great way to put it.
1: You know, but the thing is, is like, but then like you change too. And then you become like, now I'm a middle-aged actor. This is my product now, you yeah. know, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it yeah. is true. Like it can be physically tiring. Yeah. And for sure. Like I've never had to do a fight scene on film before. Mm-hmm. I've Like even you've had like a thing where Lauren Lapkus like shot you dead.
0: Yes. Uh, the last... The when last, you did that
1: episode of Corporate.
0: I got shot there. What's so funny is I remember on that episode in particular, was that before? No, that was it after was... You're the Worst. Because um, on the You're the Worst, I had to do a little bit of stunt I hit stuff. And you had a bunch of squibs well. on I got that one. Which I, I've never done. I had to any like of that take and shit. I'm like so that.
1: nervous if I ever get called upon to be shot with squibs. It's great. I think I'm going to laugh and not be dead. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's I'd be so scared. Much, it's
0: so much fun. It's so Mm-mm. much fun. I don't
1: know. It
0: feels like it's like a, a it's like a certain kind of Hollywood acting that feels like you're crossing it off a list. Yeah, yeah. You know, like oh, oh, I got to do sure. that for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's really fun. It's really yeah. fun. But um, you know, and part of it is is like when you do it, and the the stunt coordinator. Says you did a good job. It feels so validating,
1: right? Because it's you guys so are validating. in it. You're like in it together with the stunt coordinator, yeah. like because that's that you want to make them look good. Yeah. So well, they get hired on other well, things. It's
0: not so much that you want to make them look good; it's that you want to please them. It's like real, like, did I? Did, are you proud of me, Daddy? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Kind of uh, vibe. And um, on corporate, that episode of corporate, there were a bunch of us that had to do. We all get shot, right? Yep. And so we all had different ways that we were supposed to react and fall and blah blah blah. And so this one guy had to wrangle all of us and give us all these uh, these instructions and um, uh, this whole sequence and everything. And we were talking between scenes about how much, you know, we're like, I want, I want him to like me. Right, right. Like you
1: want him to be like, yeah.
0: But then here's what I heard today. Okay, what? And this was my uh, my scene partner um, told me this. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I said, like, I want – you, you know the thing where – I was saying to him, like, you know the thing where you want to you make them You want to make them proud? proud? And, everything? and he said, oh, my God, yeah. And he said, uh, you know, uh, last time I did one of these, um, uh, I, I said that to the to the stunt guy, and he said, oh, you know what the secret is? We tell everybody they did a great job no matter what. Wait. Yeah. I don't And I was not like not
1: every stunt person probably. <laughs> you're I saying, mean, if you're ta- if you're You're saying it's like industry standard.
0: I'm saying it's inter- <laughs> industry standard for these guys who are dealing with people who are not action people. Right. You know what I mean? And they're doing the best they can with these stunts. Uh that they tell everybody they did a great job because why not? And for me it was like I, and I said to... I
1: think that's sucks. I
0: said to... <laughs> no, I, and I said to this guy, I did not think I would have uh, Santa Claus reality trauma twice in my life, but that's what this feels yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, by the way, I don't think... These vivid- guys, because
0: up to that point, these guys were like... They were smiling like, yeah, you're getting it. Like, really encouraging and everything. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I... I can't believe it. I can't believe it's every single one. Well, line. my mind
0: won't let me fully believe it. Even though... I. So, on the one hand... There's
1: got to be one that's like, <laughs> you fucking... You did not... You messed up my stunt. No. Like, they're like...
0: They would never say that to you.
1: They would never say that to you. But also, like, if you didn't get it in, like, three or four times, it would be obvious. No, look. Because you had to is, do so many takes of it, you know? This
0: is... It, here's what it put me in mind of. Is that... You know, because on the one hand... It's like I'm never gonna do it as well as they can do it, right? Well, of course, like they can do the shit. This is in their, their profession. Sleep. This is this is like easy peasy to. Yes. Them. The, what they're asking us to do is like they do it without thinking about it, and then I in my mind I was thinking, yeah, but if you had to act, the shoe would be on the other foot. And then I realized... Well, for sure. No, they're acting when they tell us that we did a good job.
1: <laughs> they're not acting on camera, though. It's their,
0: no, but it's their one piece it's of not, acting. No, someone's
1: not saying rolling.
0: <laughs> no, it's their one piece of acting that they have to be really good at. You know what at. you should
1: do next time? I know what you should do next time. <laughs> what? You'd be like, hey, thanks for saying that. Do you mind if I film you saying that? And then you pull out your iPhone and you're like, okay, okay. So on action. And then <laughs> and then when they're like I think they could do it. No, then they're like you did a good I job. I think th- I
0: think they could do it. I, I, th- don't think, I so. think I think they have I it don't down. Think so. I think they have that down. Really? Yeah. Uh, but I also what I would what I probably will do after this is wrapped is be like when they say
1: good job. Great job
0: I'm going to be like Really?
1: What if you like bruise somebody <laughs> then they can't say good job.
0: No, and you well, bruise we're not... Your...
1: I mean, we're not... Hey, there's, the, no the way,
0: there's no contact. There's no... The way this is This is done, a
1: hand-to-hand thing. It's not... Yes,
0: it's hand-to-hand and... It's not um, weaponry or anything. There, well, there is, but we're not... It's like... It's not... It's sort of... It's baby-proofed. Okay. So that we were actually not in any danger unless we really fuck up the choreography. That's the only time that okay. we could... If we do the choreography right, we're great. Of course. But if anybody does the wrong thing, that's when you have the potential to get hurt. But the steps are pretty easy. Yeah. Um, I actually might rehearse it a little bit over the weekend. I asked them to send me the, the. they prepared this video. This shit is so advanced now. They, they showed us this video first. Like, here's what we're thinking. You know, uh-huh. we're going to have you do. Uh-huh. And they put like post production in it, so there's effects and stuff what? like that. It looked, oh, so it that you amazing. know,
1: so you know what to sell. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah,
0: yeah. acted out all the stuff, and you know what? They were actually pretty good. Like they did some dialogue and stuff, and they were not bad. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but um, it reminded me that that reminds me of when we met Bob Odenkirk's stunt trainer that time, and I had been at his Walk of Fame thing.
1: I don't remember meeting. The stunt trainer. It was at
0: the bar when we were about to leave.
1: I think I was busy like goofing off with Patrick Fabian. You might have been goofing
0: off with Patrick. <laughs> <Fabian>. <laughs> this is our most name droppy episode. Me and
1: Patrick Fabian kind of had a little.
0: You guys hit it really hit it we off. We kind of hit it off. Um. So I, I should text him. <laughs> I had seen this guy at the ceremony, and I was like, "Why does he look so familiar to me?" Mm. I know, and he was looking at me. I'm like, "He doesn't know who I am." Okay, but I was looking at this guy like I know I've seen this guy before, and have I? But I had that. You know how you have that feeling of like I know I've never met him. I yes. just know that I've seen him yes. somewhere before. Like he's
1: someone's husband or somebody. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: you're trying to piece together. Okay, if we're both in the same been world, in that same, boat yeah, so many times. If we're both in this same world, how do we connect? Yes. You know? And so at the end of the when we were leaving. Uh, Bob said, I want to introduce you. This is my stunt trainer from Nobody. And oh, I was right, like, that's that. what it is. Yes. Now I could see him in the movie. Oh, like he when was he said in that. the movie. He was in the movie. He's like one of the guys on the bus when Bob gets into the big fight on the bus.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And, uh, so he had, the, he had the line where, like, Bob fucks his face up, like, destroys his face, and, like, his teeth are missing and stuff. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> after Bob leaves, like, he he says to the other gang guys, does it look bad? <laughs> which I think he <laughs> improvised that line, which is really, really funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but I instantly, I was like, it snapped into focus. So I was like, I know exactly who you that's are. That's interesting. A, he was a really cool dude. But, of course, it's like, you meet guys like that. It really is that sort of... That's as close as I get, I think, to the alpha male sort of thing. Yes. Where it's like, oh, this guy is... Th- I- I'm subservient to this guy like because this he's guy a cool dude. Take
1: one arm yeah. and, like, knock me off my gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've never felt it in comedy. I've never felt it in any <laughs> other situation. But stunt guys are always like, this, this guy is very cool.
1: Well, um, not to... I'm going to bring it back to me, which sounds yucky because it's like a weird like form of narcissism. Honey, but we're
0: having a conversation. However,
1: I have to ask you this. When it's just the two of us. That's a good point. Did you know this about me? That when I was 23
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was getting my master's degree yes. in acting, yes. we part of our degree was we had to become certified in stage fighting.
0: I knew that but that's all I knew. So we've never talked about what your experience was doing that.
1: We had so we had to learn how to use how to do like hand to hand. We had to learn like a broadsword mm-hmm. which is like a heavy like long sword.
0: Yes, like Lord of the Rings type shit. Yes. Yeah.
1: Then we had to learn like short sword I, I forgot rapier i think is what uh-huh. it's called and then we also had to learn um how to use the quarterstaff which is like a long <sighs> That's rod nuts. no the quarterstaff was the best one because you could twirl it around your body and everything yeah and it was like all about like length like lengthening that was the one that i liked the best right. actually I, no i
0: think it's cool but it's like so i used it so a, funny but i
1: owned a quarterstaff like i had like a thing but that I would need a
0: quarterstaff? Like, you think it's funny? No, I think it's funny that it's only ever used in, like, Robin Hood movies. <laughs> I think it has it's... Something... Such a, it's such a specific thing. No, but then
1: we did a play where, like, it was, like, a quarterstaff and rapier fight. The and both you know the at play? the same time? Yes. Yes.
0: That's too much. What was that play?
1: Oh, my God. This is funny because... <laughs> Okay. The odd couple. It was no. It was our last year there, and it was this play called Sueño, which means dream or whatever. Uh, you don't have to tell me. But and it was um, the playwright's name was Jose. Um, I forget his Canseco. name. No, he's someone. He came. He came like oh he wow, was, like, the playwright. living playwright. No, he was a living playwright, and then I ran, ran into him like in Hollywood, like a couple years after i moved here and um why can't i think of his fucking last name he wrote like a famous play and um he was not he was kind of like uncool
0: in what way
1: like he just was like like um a little arrogant (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! What if he listened to this podcast? I'm wild. just saying my interaction, personal. I don't know if that's how he is as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying my like my interactions with him were a little like
0: and this was a while ago. Maybe he's a different. Oh my God!
1: Now. I mean, I and I was also in in school. I mm-hmm. wanted to get like a picture. Like I felt like so like connected that I was doing this work for him. It was yeah. like our final thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that play because. Um, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, who is mm-hmm. now Mary Elizabeth Ellis Day, mm-hmm. was an underclassman.
0: Do you think she'll add one more name before she's
1: done? <laughs> I don't know. I love Mary <laughs> Elizabeth, but she was my dresser on that play.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, wow! Yeah. Did you ever see the movie The
1: Dresser? I did like years. Of, was it Albert Finney?
0: Yeah, Albert Finney and Tom Courtenay. Yes. I'd like to see that again. I haven't seen it in a long time. Ooh, they should do like a lady version. Don't
1: They're, steal yeah. that. Don't steal that idea from me, y'all.
0: The T, t- M R C. Um, there's that moment where <laughs>
1: I don't remember about,
0: it. It's about a. It's about like kind of a, class. a theater actor, yeah, isn't it? And he's doing King Lear, and he's kind of like on the decline. This guy.
1: Right. Um
0: right. And Tom Courtney is his it's Albert Finney and Tom but Courtney is his longtime dresser. And
1: isn't he sort of sycophantic to Albert Finney and Albert Finney? Well yeah. They have Wait, that. I thought Albert Finney was an alcoholic in it. He's not
0: he's a he's I think he's kinda of losing it a little bit. He might be an alcoholic, but I don't remember. But because here's what I remember. Okay, tell me what so you it's remember it's supposed to be King Lear. Okay, okay. And so they they get they're in the dressing room and Albert Finney's gonna do his makeup and Tom Courtney's getting everything ready. And he turns around, and Albert Finney is in blackface, and what? he looks at him with this big smile and like holds out his hands like huh. And Tom Courtney <laughs> says, "No, no, not a <laughs> He's he's oh, getting ready he for the, wrong, the play. wrong play. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it was the times when white actors played uh, like when Lawrence. because yes, remember Sir yes, Lawrence Olivier Sir played Lawrence,
0: Lord Lawrence Olivier. For, for, he made it to Lord, Lord before he died.
1: Lord yes. Larry. Larry. Larry.
0: Larry. I remember two things about Laurence Olivier. I remember hearing that he was doing like Henry V maybe, Richard III, I can't remember, one of those Shakespeare king plays.
1: Uh-huh. Well, they're he, very different by the way. He like
0: <laughs> I know, but he he <laughs> cut his hair in the back like he shaved it to a V. Uh-huh. Because it it helped the it helped with the sweat. So, like, the sweat would, would, roll
1: down would roll
0: down his spine as opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. his, like... Like, his hair wouldn't get, like, sopping wet. Like, interesting. And then the other thing was, late in life, like, after he was a... Well, I think maybe after he was a lord, he got stage fright.
1: Oh. And it that, lasted for you years. You know what? That happens a lot. That's Absolutely. not an, That's not an uncommon
0: thing. I heard... It came up uh, when I was in Chicago last weekend um, because it happened to... A very famous hip hop artist, and I can't remember who it was, but um, uh, my musical director Jordan and uh, Open Mike Eagle, who yeah. was a musical guest, were talking about it. That this guy had been—he's already a legend, like famous for years—and yeah, then, like,
1: play huge couldn't go on stage yeah, for a yeah, while, yeah. like for no, a period of years. That's like—I I have a friend who's a very good actress, mm-hmm. and she struggled with stage fright, and yeah. it was like. It has, like, nothing to do with anything. It's such it a wild like, thing. It can just cripple you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's mm. like a psychological...
0: Of course. Absolutely. It's like
1: a psychological thing. Yeah. Okay, like... Did that happen a Daniel Day-Lewis, too?
0: He had a weird thing where he was doing Hamlet, and he, like, saw his dead father on stage or something.
1: Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. He's
0: a bit much.
1: Let me just say... Okay, well, this is Dile me...
0: it down a bit, darling. <laughs>
1: This is like... Isn't
0: there enough drama
1: in the world, dear? <laughs> but let's save the drama my old, for your mama.
0: My old scene partner. Of course I'm kidding of around. Of
1: course, from like... Uh, from, there from will, be there blood. will Be Blood. Of the course, I of there Mr. Will be Prescott. Blood. Very.
0: D-Day, I love you. <laughs> Here's the thing. Where are my shoes? It's been months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does he have like a little Zappos tab or whatever? Okay, so basically like I... So, what if he turned up in the brands. I
0: was
1: in <laughs> DDL. Hey, Carlos Santana has it Carlos Santana has a shoe, shoe brand.
0: Oh, uh, he sells hats. Like no, Carlos I used Santana? to have a pair yeah. of sh-
1: boots. Okay, anyway, I, wait, wait, wait.
0: You had Carlos Santana boots. I feel
1: like I or I I faved a pair. Like I never pulled the trigger, <laughs> right, but I like right. I want it. Okay, so I want to talk about. Su- get you next. I want to talk about Succession, but I'm not going to spoil it. Just okay. so you know, because. I watch Succession as it mm-hmm. rolls out, so I'm all caught up. Yes. However, this is more. I'm talking about like the cast of Succession and method acting in gen- general, mm-hmm. because we started talking about it. So, I just want to let people know I'm not gonna sp- I'm not gonna spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess there was like this sort of viral article last year. Um, with Jeremy Strong. I think it was in The New Yorker. Jeremy Strong plays the character of Kendall Mm -hmm. on Succession, and it was kind of an explosively viral article because, (laughs) um, and if I'm remembering it, I'm sure I'm like messing it up in some way, but like essentially he self-identifies as a method actor, Mm -hmm. and there was like a detail in the article where, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if we talked about this before on the podcast or not. But. I don't know. I don't uh, remember. Because, well, like, um, basically, like, there is a scene early in succession. Did that art-
0: sorry. Did that article come out during quarantine? Yes. Okay. Yes. It, it's such a, it's yes. such a wash. Yes. Of time. So,
1: basically, like, I guess he had to do a scene where he was submerged in a body of water mm-hmm. and... They were like, we can warm the water for you. And he was like, oh, no, I want it to be, like, as cold as it would be or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's just, like, one example. That was, like, one example in the article that a lot of people, like, grabbed onto or whatever. And it made it sound like he kind of was a pain in the ass (laughs) to his fellow castmates, who I'm sure that i'm sure they're all like friendly with each i mean they Mm -hmm. have to work together like but some people have different approaches to the craft of acting than he does and you know like so maybe he doesn't he doesn't extend any like outward gregariousness to workers underneath him yeah at crafty because he's you know, playing this billionaire out of time. I don't know it's what it is. stay in it. I yeah. don't know what. I don't yeah. know. Like, I'm just sort of like imagining. You could project I, you a lot. You funny? could project a lot onto it here's at the time. That's, here's
0: what's very funny. And I don't
1: know if the journalist took license or whatever. Okay, keep I going.
0: never even considered what it was like for all those other interactions because so much of that article was focused on. Uh, they the only talk to equal the other stars, co-stars. The equal stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it's like, how does he treat? You know, to say nothing of the there's the, the people behind the camera. There's makeup people. Exactly. There's lighting there's so ga- there's many other people. There's
1: key grips. There's pe- the, that guy, the, the guy far outnumber the guy or the lady who might Mike's you. I say yeah. lady because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm actually friends with the... But not, Crafty the, is such
0: a good a example. Boom operator
1: who's a yeah. lady. But like, I'm just like, or Crafty, like, like, is he like? Does he go to crafty and he's like, uh, "Give me some granola." I can't.
0: I can't eat this. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 uh, I can't eat this. I can't eat this. Here's, the th- here's I, how I, I feel. I, oh, I sorry, to, so, by so the wait.
1: way, when I go to crafty, I'm always like, "Do you have any sour patch kids?" All right. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> That's your number one request. I just
1: like what? the gummy candy and yeah. or and even if it's like those fruit, um, like the the fruit juice ones. <laughs> like I'm just like I just need like. Some gummy candy <laughs> yeah. and definitely like a pack of gum. Like, please don't give me like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want a pack because I want to put it in my bag. I don't yeah, want it. Okay. Keep right. going. What were you going to say? Sorry.
0: Um, oh, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, I um, can't eat this. <laughs> I can't eat this. That, the thing, I remember the thing that people were cheese, saying at the chia time. Chia seed. Chi- uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <sorry. laughs> I remember the thing that people were saying at the time was, you people know. People got mad. People got mad. But then a lot of people were like, hey, whatever gets him there to give that performance then that's all that matters, you know. And it's like my feeling about that is, though, you're taking him at his word that he needs to do this stuff, whereas he's
1: convinced himself the, that he the needs people. He, he can he's well,
0: well. But the people who who have a problem with it are saying it's all bullshit. It's all pretension, you know. And that you don't really need to do this stuff, but it's a big show, you know. So the idea that this is what he needs in order to deliver that performance. It's like, well, you're just saying that. We don't know that that's a fact. We know that this is what he does. But this is like, we don't know that this is what he needs to do.
1: Well, this, no, and that's he, an important distinction. He thinks
0: it's what he needs to do. We don't know that. We don't know that. Oh,
1: you're saying he could be, like, this could be, like, a We're little bit of a... We're saying he
0: likes doing it. He likes... He likes putting on the show of being an actor. The, me saying that is just as valid well, as anyone saying he needs to do it.
1: I Here's the thing. This is why because when you start talking about the dresser, I was like thinking about all this stuff, but like uh, because also it's the final season of Succession. I read an interview with Brian Cox Mm. uh, and there are all these little like interviews after the episodes and they kind of ask about everybody's process and it's very much, in my personal opinion, like a bit of a wink wink reference to that viral article about Jeremy Strong to see how other people feel about it. They want to know how
0: other people feel about it. And Wait, what's a wink-wink reference?
1: Whenever any interviewers ask the other cast members of Succession in this current final season about You mean process, those things at the end? Oh, 100%. I thought that was a wink-wink reference. I don't, when well, they asked tell me, about me what it was specific, because I don't remember. Well, I don't want to spoil. Because
0: so, those things to me are always like. In this scene Shiv is very upset because this happened and then no, they cut to her and she's like, "Yeah, so I had to be upset."
1: There was like a big pivotal episode that I don't want to spoil cuz some people right. are watching on a different schedule mm-hmm. that just came out and if you're just now catching up to it, it's the 3rd episode of this final season mm-hmm. and they interview the cast afterwards and ask what like kind of specifically how they dealt with the emotion of a certain scene mm-hmm. and in my and then they all answered what about their process mm-hmm. and they kind of it sounded to me like they were talking about their process in relation to not being <laughs> like method actors like I, that that I was part really of watch the, that Oh, my God. And I mentioned it to Samantha. This is why I brought this up, because right. I was talking about this with Samantha, my friend, who I went to drama school with. She was my roommate. It's in- a
0: Samantha from Sex and the City.
1: She also writes.
0: She's a real person. A t-
1: TV. She's a big shot TV writer, and she <laughs> she writes on stuff. But anyway, so um, we were talking specifically about all of this. Yeah. Because we were talking about our own like actor training and and how we have... You know, we have talked in the past because she worked on a project with Brie Larson and Brie Larson said something about how method acting is such a white male privilege Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And uh, because like if women acted that way on set or a person, it's true, a person of color, you know, it's just
0: like. Like when you hear about Meryl Streep preparing for a thing, she does all that before she gets to set. And she gets to set, and she's ready to well, go. Well, she's actually there's nothing that's 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 she's holding not up production. A
1: method. I mean, no, like, like but man. she
0: does. There's nothing that she does that like holds up production, right. adds time right. to other people's day. No,
1: she's also like a notorious like technical actor versus like right. emotional. I'm living it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, like we were just talking, like how, like in our per- particular acting classes and stuff, like the crap. Like, and Brian Cox mentions this in an interview, and I've heard like of other actors who are like so amazing. That, oh my it's a double cuckoo!
0: Night. Double cuckoo! Cuckoo, we love you. What do you want to say to everybody listening?
1: Are you a method actor, cuckoo? Cuckoo is a method actor because cuckoo lives, cuckoo. You cuckoo
0: know what I'm saying? Cuckoo. cuckoo lives inside a clock. Lives it. Yeah. Loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuckoo delivers.
1: Cuckoo delivers. Yeah. Well, i just saying, like, and Brian Cox talks about how in this article, which really resonated with me, that, like, British actors in general, obviously mm-hmm. Daniel Day-Lewis is <laughs> not one. But British actors in general, like, their whole mindset is different than American because in America we have this whole, like, isolationist bullshit where it's, like, you know... You take care of like your own, like you know what I'm saying, like to the detriment of others. Like it's every man. Yes,
0: America is every man for himself. But
1: like in England, it's more like keep calm and carry on. Let's ration together. Let's get through this war together. You know, like they have
0: a different tradition of theater that is older and is much more. Um, culturally oriented. ingrained
1: to the yes. yes yeah yeah
0: yeah but it's also the it's also the training where the training you know the yes. training is all about you are you're not a superstar this you're a piece of
1: the you're a are yeah. you know it, yeah 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 so so but, but like we always like would like and samantha reminded me like she was always like i remember in our classes when cecil would tell us like the the skill is being able to
0: cecil the dinosaur
1: <laughs> he was our acting teacher. But the skill was like being able to turn it on and off. Yeah. The skill is in turning it on and off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you, the, like, no one wants to sit around while you're, like, working up to, like, thinking about your dead dog or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not, like, that's, n- and that's not going to be reliable either. Yeah. You know what I mean? The thing
0: you want to learn is to be able to tap into that at a moment's notice as opposed to you know i'm going to need a minute alone in a room you know i, I, I you, you have to give me 25 minutes so i can sit here by myself i
1: mean and, i get both sides i feel like i understand like if something is emotionally charged like you you do you know you do sometimes need some
0: space for it but I, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i don't know like that's the least egregious thing what i'm talking about is things like I can't believe
1: we're talking about this article. No, I so like I like it. I like it too, like but it's like company. the article
0: came out such a long time. because rem- no, it's, it's about a bigger it's I know, about
1: a bigger I know. issue. But
0: the things I remember are like sometimes if he had to be drunk in a scene, he'd be a little drunk. And well, uh, now that I'm on board with that No, <laughs> I'm come kidding. on, I, I feel like Oh my god, I was kidding. Uh, okay, okay. But I do feel like god. that kind of shit is so bush league. It's so bush league to do that. Where it's like it's the challenge. The challenge to me is the acting part of it. Of course. It's like, okay, I'm supposed to be drunk. How do I replicate that? How do I re- believably replicate that? You know, um, I, you know, Drew Tarver, who's a friend of mine, we worked together on Bajillion Dollar Properties, had a scene in The Other Two, which is a really funny show on HBO. It's the third season is uh, happening soon, I think. Uh, I think it's already shot. But he had a, there was a uh, an episode where they did a parody of the end of Call Me By Your Name, where he had to look into a fire and he had to cry. And Drew is a very good actor, but it's not something that he's called upon to do that often. Because
1: he's so comedic.
0: Yeah, so he did have to like... Because the comedy was, he had to do it for real. Like Uh he had to, it had to be exactly like that scene. So he had to be crying real tears. He had to be obviously emotionally wrecked. That's what made it funny.
1: Which by the way, I feel like what Drew's called upon to do is so, like in comedy, it's so much harder sometimes to to do comedy and satire than it is to do, not that drama is not challenging. It really is.
0: A lot of times it is. But he has to, especially on that show, he has to thread... Uh, of uh, a certain needle, and I think he does it so well because it is a really funny show. But he has to be.
1: It has an emotional. There's an
0: emotional center, center to, especially it, yeah. to his character. Yes, that I, I just I, I think he he does such a tremendous. He does work a great on job
1: on that show. I love but, that show.
0: You know, he had to like he did have to work himself up with that, but it was not. He wasn't precious about it. You know what I mean? It didn't like he let. It was a thing that was agreed upon. Like I'm gonna need some time to do this, whatever. But
1: that's the thing; it should be a consensual thing. It should like, be consensual. Sh- he- yes. He- here's the thing: like if I had to do some of the stuff they have to do in Succession, which they do have to go like to some really emotional, hard, places yeah, on that show. Absolutely. Like I feel like in the meeting, in the in the meeting or or the the set meetings or whatever. Yeah. Like I might say, like, "Hey, everyone, like today's like." a big day for me or I might get the director to convey like today's a big day for me. Like emotionally, I might be in energy comfort conservation mode Mm -hmm. and I would love it if everyone could kind of like just be aware if I seem spaced out, like for sure, I'm working on something for sure. I'm working on something, but I love everyone here and blah, 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 especially
0: if you're doing emotional scenes and like if it's a, if it's a long scene, which sometimes they do where, you know it's like long takes yes. where you are you are you have to go on this roller coaster but also the
1: director is going to set the set the tone Absolutely. for that like yeah. the director is going to be like hey everyone we're going to do this thing where we're not interrupting for however long yeah. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. might be some really high emotional highs and l- lows you know like we need everyone kind of like yeah. their heart in this moment in this space like you just need someone that's a leader on the set or you need some kind that's of the director's you st- also you know. need like communication as an yeah. actor like yeah, if yeah, i'm yeah. number one or two or three or whatever on the call sheet i'm gonna say like this isn't you this is me like yeah. i'm freaked out about whatever what, here's
0: what i ultimately i feel like i could have jo- done just as good a job of acting cold As Jeremy Strong did in that scene.
1: The thing about the acting cold thing, like that was so crazy to me. This is a guy who
0: never alters his facial expression.
1: I disagree. (laughs) I I think he's a really uh, strong I don't think
0: he's a bad actor, but it's like.
1: No, he's a. I like his acting. He's
0: playing. The character that he is playing
1: is a sociopath.
0: That's not what I was going to say, but just that it's not like you're seeing a wide range of. You know what I mean. You're not seeing things play out on his face. You're not seeing, you know. It feels very samey to to me as a viewer to justify that kind of behavior. And I call it. It it
1: is kind of like funny to say that in a way because his particular character, like the characters on Succession have a very limited range of emotion. Yeah, they're not by good people. D- by design.
0: Yes, they're not good by, people. By design. They're, they're written as... It's a very tricky
1: yes. role to play, though, because they are playing people... This is the way I look at the show, and mm. maybe I'm wrong, but like they do seem like empathic actors mm-hmm. who are trying to find any drip or drop of empathy in characters that lack empathy. Yes. And that's a good tension. Yeah. That's a great tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's something interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. And yeah. And I will say for an actor, it's very challenging because your relationship to the character that you're playing, if you're playing, like all of these people are despicable. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. all despicable. There's nobody that. But you that,
1: can't go into the job saying no, that.
0: no, no, no. Because you have
1: to be like I love
0: Siobhan. Because I love then, yeah. Roman. Well, you as have the to, actor, you, you know. have to get to some place like that, or or something close to or that. I
1: understand, Roman. I yeah, understand. You have, to, you have to
0: find the relatable things. Yes, right. But uh, because otherwise, it becomes really cartoony, and it's not as much fun to watch if they're not if it's not grounded.
1: I 100 you know. percent agree.
0: But I just feel like I, I just hate that shit. <laughs> I just hate. that is what it comes down to. I just hate that. Wait,
1: shit. Wait, the method stuff. Yeah, is what you're talking yeah, yeah. about.
0: And it's also it's not truly method acting. Method. It's 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 sort of you know like stretching to the limits what the idea of method acting. Well, is.
1: Well, also what I think is funny about it is I keep saying this because because our neighbor Julie loves Succession too, we talk about it all yeah. the time. And we Shout both are like why'd you have to be in the cold water? <laughs> like we did, we all were like, you yeah. could have had the warm water. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, and, and how about
0: uh, lukewarm water?
1: I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, also like if you get a cold, that fucks everyone up. Whatever. Yeah, Exactly. I, I was like, it's so funny to me. Cause I feel like three years after six sessions finale,
0: mm-hmm. he's going to
1: be doing comedy and everyone's going to be like, I didn't know he could be funny. Or whatever. Do you know what
0: I'm saying? I don't think so.
1: You don't? I don't think so. That's what Julie said. Yeah. That's what Julie said. But I was like, I just feel like he's like, there's a chance where someone was like, I'm a different artist now. Like, I've reinvented myself. Like, I've decided not to be that kind of artist anymore. Like, Mm. I want to be hired for something different. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like any one of us could be like, I want to be the other kind of artist. Like, I want to be the kind of artist that's that start like I want yeah. to be Christian Bale and starve myself.
0: I don't think so. I love Christian Bale, by the way, so I can't. Well, he he definitely wants to be one of those guys. You know what I mean?
1: But also like
0: Christian, or does he? I don't know.
1: But he's part of an ensemble, which is different in a way because yeah. Christian Bale a lot of times like those guys they are like leading men. Mm-hmm. They're not always like part of an ensemble necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like where Succession sort of thrives is on the team right yeah
0: exactly yeah yeah well we'll see i don't
1: know like jeremy
0: strong will be doing a multi-camera sitcom
1: (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) like like, i wouldn't be surprised because like like if you want to prove yourself as an actor you've got to do like every single thing
0: meet the parents can you milk me greg all right what robert de niro dear bobby bobby de niro
1: Oh, wait. Was he funny in that? <laughs>
0: well, it was a comedy.
1: He can be kind of funny, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, he's fine. All right, we got to wrap it up. Do you have any recommendations?
1: Um, succession, I guess. There you go. And uh, I don't know. I read Sarah Pauly's book. I quite enjoyed it. Oh, its yeah, yeah, yeah. Called Run Towards the
0: Danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then I watched her documentary because okay. I never saw it, but she did kind of spoil a big thing in it in the book. But
0: (laughs) which came first, the documentary or the book?
1: The documentary came first.
0: Um, I'm reading. I have not seen it. I'm reading a book that I'm very much enjoying, and I have to look up the title because I forgot. Because somebody somebody recommended it to me, I started reading it right away, but now I can't remember the.
1: Wait, you're reading a book? Oh, and you can't remember the title. I can't remember
0: the title. That happens
1: to me all the time. What about uh, podcasts?
0: Okay, let me see. Hold on a second. Let me get to this thing.
1: I'm not really into anything right now. I don't know if I'm listening
0: to any new pod. Oh, you know Except what? For I will succession. say I'm on a new podcast called No Autographs Please, which is Brian Safi and Arden Marine, and they what they do is they chat about people who have uh, no autographs energy. What is it? like
1: oh, like like people uh, that sort Jer- of think Jeremy's.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. People oh. that people that you would never ask them for an autograph, but they have that air about them, like regular people. I nominated the flight attendant Steven Slater, who quit JetBlue by uh, sliding down the emergency slide.
1: Why would he not have an autograph energy? I don't get. He it. has
0: no autographs. Like I, I'm not doing autographs. No autographs, please.
1: Oh, because he's sort of like I don't do anything I don't feel like doing, like that kind of thing.
0: Because he's like a cool dude. <laughs> He thinks he's a cool dude.
1: I did think that was a funny. I did think that was cool. He was cool. Yeah.
0: R- See? <laughs>
1: I mean, he gave us that story. That was a gift. Yes. I know it was not a gift to the people on the flight at the time, but it was a gift to society Right after the fact.
0: Yes, it was. A gift to us all. Okay. This, this book is called. It's by uh, Emily St. John Mandel, who, who wrote Station Eleven.
1: Oh, right. Um,
0: and it's called The Glass Hotel.
1: Oh, I right. I just started reading
0: it. I'm very much enjoying it. Yes. Um, yes. And I, I'm going to recommend it just a few chapters in.
1: I would like to recommend subscribing to our Weekend Water Substack. Mm-hmm. Because if you subscribe, all you have to do is go to our Weekend Water Substack. Go there. It's like substack.com. Search for Weekend wa- You know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll put the link... In the uh, show notes, I guess um, you never miss anything that Paul and I are, are up to.
0: Mm-hmm. Paul
1: just did a show in Chicago. He posted mm-hmm. the poster. He posted that he was selling merch there. People commented. People we love chat. that poster.
0: By the, the poster the great great sold Nathan out. Diffie people love that. poster. It sold out. Uh, it sold out. We had it sold out the first time. We had to order more. Order more. Yeah.
1: So basically, what happens over on Substack if you're not there yet? It is a community. <laughs> And we can all like talk about, like we'll post our podcast episode there and the comments will be open. Yes. Right before this episode, we initiated a chat mm-hmm. where we said we're about to record. That's when I said someone said, say hi to cuckoo. Mm-hmm.
0: So he did. So you can it re- gets results. Go
1: over there and engage with us. And with one another. And that's the big thing yeah. with one another because now they launched this section called Notes, mm-hmm. which is a brand new section where yeah. you can post things. And it's like, it's, it's not like Twitter because there are no ads or no algorithms, but it has that feed vibe. Mm-hmm. And you also, this is what I like about it. You discover other great Content creators and writers and stuff because people recommend things and everything. So it's been kind of fun over there. Um, It's free to sign up. You just have to enter an email address. Mm -hmm. Um, You can, of course, opt into our premium content. We released a watch along to the movie Megan. That's right. um, Just a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That is uh, on our subsec. And we hope that you will enjoy it. Yeah, man. If you'd like to subscribe or just partake of the free stuff, there's no judgment whatsoever. We just would like to have everyone over there so that we can engage in conversation.
0: Absolutely. One final thing.
1: Yes, dear.
0: Sunday, May 14th. Oh. Lodge room in Highland Park, Varietopia. It is Mother's Day. We're doing a show it's anyway. It's a
1: special Mother's Day <laughs> Special Varietopia? Mother's Day edition.
0: And then. That's in um, Los Angeles, everyone. That's in Los Angeles. And then. All uh, of Paul's
1: Life stuff is linked on our Substack as well. Yes. So.
0: But then listen to this, Uh, June, I'm going to my hometown of Philadelphia and doing Varietopia there for the very first time. I'm extremely excited about this. That's going to
1: be fantastic.
0: That is uh, June 16th and 17th, Friday and Saturday. The first shows sold out, so we've added, instead of late shows, we added early shows, Nice. I think those shows are at 6 p.m. I love that. So it's like, come see the show and then uh, go have it, go to dinner, a, go to go dinner, to dinner a, you know, whatever. Get a sandwich. Um, but I'm, What's I'm the really. venue looking forward do you remember the name? Uh, Underground Arts okay. on Callow Hill. So um, go to paulftompkins.com/slash-live. And there's some more
1: live shows spread out throughout the yes, year. Go and go see all that So stuff. if you want to learn any of that stuff, go to our Weekend Water Substack. Yes. Check out that tab. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And what else? That's it. That's it, and um, we'll probably be dropping some bonus stuff on the substack between now and the next episode. Yeah. We'll
0: do some more watch-alongs, et etc. We'll figure out some we other might stuff to do. Have a bonus
1: up. I don't know. Yeah, okay, yeah. but um, we are loving life.
0: Yeah, we're loving life, gang. All right, we'll see you next time. And until then, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay strong. Staying. Spr-
1: oh, start over.
0: Until then, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay
1: sane and stay strong.